Oh, well, it is a great honor to be here uh, and to be able to present this book, uh, The Theory of Money and Fiduciary Media. Uh, this, uh, as Mark said, uh, this collection of essays is actually edited by Guido Holzman, uh, who is the one who is responsible for the project. Uh, but since Guido could not be here, uh, it falls to me as one of the contributors to try to, to say something about... Uh, uh, it falls to me to try to say something about the, the book uh, and the contributions that it hopes to make. There it is. Um, so yeah, so uh, ideally Guido would have been able to do this, but uh, since he couldn't be here, you're just going to have to, you won't get the, uh, the handsome German, you're just going to have to settle for the uh, extraordinarily handsome American instead. <laughs> um, by the way, this shows, just goes to show you why you should never write jokes in advance, because I wrote this before I realized that I was going to be speaking at the same time as Dr. Hoppe, so I didn't mean to imply that there aren't any other attractive Germans here. Uh, <laughs> As to the book, um, so th this book, uh, as you can see from the subtitle, um, this book is a celebration of the 100th anniversary of Mises' first great work, uh, The Theory of Money and Credit, which was first published in German in 1912. Uh, the title of this volume, The Theory of Money and Fiduciary Media, uh, might appear somewhat obscure uh, because that title is not well known in English. Uh, but The Theory of Money and Fiduciary Media is actually the literal translation of the original German title of the book. Uh, which was shortened simply to credit uh, for the English uh, version. Um, and in a sense, it's, it's fitting that Guido brought back uh, the original title for this centennial celebration, uh, because this new collection helps to, to clarify many of the issues that Mises raised uh, in the theory of money and credit that have since become uh, lost or perhaps confused um, due to these simple changes in translation uh, or perhaps between different editions of the, of the book. Uh, and those, those changes... Uh, are actually the subject of the, of the first essay in the collection, uh, which is by Guido, uh, where he discusses how Mises' thoughts uh, on money evolved uh, over the course of the different uh, editions of the theory of money and credit. Um, but, but I should uh, first say some sort of general things about this collection. Um, th this book is, is broadly intended for an academic audience, um, but I think it would also be uh, very useful for students uh, who have studied the basics of Austrian economics and would like to read more. Um, and also for uh, the interested layperson uh, who simply wishes to, to further explore Austrian ideas, uh, particularly with regard to money. Um, in many ways, I think the collection can serve as an important uh, companion to the theory of money and credit um, because it helps, uh, it helps to explain the, the great originality uh, of Mises' work and why it is so uh, truly revolutionary in the history of economic thought. Uh, the book contains uh, 13 essays by different economists, uh, each discussing uh, a different aspect of the theory of money and credit. Uh, the papers cover uh, a fairly wide range of topics, including uh, how the theory of money and credit uh, first came to be written uh, and Mises' influences in writing it, uh, along with uh, comparisons between uh, Mises, and, uh, Mises and his predecessors. Uh, it also explores how Mises' ideas on money and banking evolved over the course of his career, uh, a great deal of the collection is uh, devoted to discussing Mises' contributions that still remain overlooked, um, as well as the necessity for contemporary economists and policymakers to, to understand the theory of money and credit. Uh, and all these are, are in addition to explaining uh, just many of the fundamental contributions Mises made uh, that people are perhaps more familiar with, um, such as his, his introduction of the, uh, the Austrian business cycle theory. Um, with these topics uh, in mind, one of, the, one of the ideas the collection hopes to, to bring out is uh, the extraordinary scope of the project of the theory of money and credit. Um, I think for any ordinary economist, even one of the accomplishments of this book uh, would have been enough on which to build a career, 
Um, but Mises made many such contributions. I mean, I think it would have been entirely reasonable for him to have uh, presented, um, say, the, the outlines of the Austrian business cycle theory and just simply called it a day. Um, but in addition to that idea, he made uh, dozens of other uh, path-breaking contributions as well, um, such as the, uh, the integration of the Austrian value theory with the theory of money um, and the development of the regression theorem. Uh, he also developed a sophisticated typology of money. Um, he developed new interpretations of monetary history and the history of economic thought, uh, and of course, new ways of thinking about monetary institutions, monetary policy, um, and of course, monetary reform. Uh, all of these are, discover, uh, are covered uh, in some way or another in this collection, um, and each of them, I think, is vital in understanding Mises' own thinking, um, as well as the differences between his approach uh, and the ideas that have been adopted uh, by the mainstream. Um, and that is actually yet another subject covered in the, in the collection uh, in a paper devoted to studying the significance of Mises' ideas uh, in contemporary uh, mac mainstream macroeconomics teaching. Uh, so these, these essays, um, they can also help us understand and appreciate how uh, Mises' ideas um, compare to other Austrians, um, as well as many fellow travelers and even enemies of Austrian economics, um, and how, uh, and again, just the extraordinary scope of this project and how Mises... Uh, 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 sifted through their own work and integrated into his own, uh, sorting through their, their valuable ideas and discarding the ones that he found to be misleading. Um, and just in general, uh, the importance of, of Mises uh, in taking this, this first great step in developing uh, what would become an entire uh, system of economic doctrine. Um, so even though Mises would only fully develop his views on economics in the decades following his first book, um, it's astonishing to see how many of the seeds uh, were already planted in 1912. Um, in addition, I should also emphasize that, uh, that this collection is, is not simply an appreciation of Mises' book, um, but actually also represents ongoing original research in Austrian monetary theory and macroeconomics. Uh, and while the contributors uh, do each attempt to, to pay tribute to Mises' ideas, and to draw out certain strands of his thought, uh, which have not yet received attention, uh, the essays in the collection also develop his ideas and push the boundaries uh, of research in new directions. Um, a couple examples of this are uh, Nikolai Gurchev's article, um, which focuses on the interbank market uh, and how it functions as a limit to credit expansion, uh, and also Philip Bagus' article uh, contrasting the Austrian business cycle theory uh, with a series of contemporary mainstream views of the business cycle. Um, I, I suppose, though, I am in a position to, to speak best about my own paper. Uh, my essay looks at uh, the theory of money and credit in comparison to the work of um, uh, two contemporaries of Mises, uh, namely uh, Joseph Schumpeter and Rudolf Hilferding, uh, because as it turns out, uh, there were not one but three important uh, treatises on money and banking uh, published by a promising young Viennese economists uh, about 100 years ago, uh, in consecutive, consecutive years, in fact, um, Hilferding's uh, finance capital appeared in 1910. Uh, Schumpeter's famous theory of economic development was from 1911. Uh, and of course, Mises' book in 1912. Uh, and this is an interesting moment, in my opinion, in the history of economic thought, because uh, each of these economists was a kind of young representative of a different school of thought. Uh, Mises, naturally, was continuing the Austrian tradition uh, founded by, by Menger and especially von Bawerk. Uh, and Schumpeter was developing his own sort of uh, personal version of the Valrasian system. Uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, Rudolf Hilferding, I think, is probably the least well-known, but he was a, uh, also an interesting character. He was a member of what's called the Austro-Marxist school, um, which is sort of an odd branch of Marxism 
um, centered around Vienna in the two or three decades after the turn of the century. Um, but in any case, Hilferding was a sort of a theoretical successor to Marx and was one of the leading lights of the, the young Marxists. Um, but the, the result of each of their uh, individual research agendas uh, was a different theory of, of money and banking uh, and the role that both of those play in transforming the economy. Um, whether that means transformation through growth or cartelization of industry or business cycles or the emergence of socialism or what have you, um, these were topics that they all addressed. Um, and an important secondary uh, theme much related to the idea of this transformation, this uh, transformative power of money and banking, um, is the role that entrepreneurs play in this process. Um, in fact, as far as Schumpeter's book is concerned, the entrepreneur is, is almost the only thing that people remember about it. Um, but nevertheless, uh, each of these books was, was focused intensely on monetary problems and represented uh, advances in their own individual ways. Uh, and what I do in my essay is to try to, uh, to contrast these different ideas um, and explain uh, some of the origins um, of the disputes between these authors. Uh, because in addition to, to setting out uh, original ideas, uh, a lot of what each of them had to say um, turned out to be a further development of some uh, disputes that had started uh, in the 19th century in Britain. Um, in particular, uh, there, were, there were two major groups that became known as the, uh, the currency school and the banking school um, that engaged uh, in a long debate about uh, monetary theory and policy in Britain, uh, particularly with regard to the Bank of England. Uh, and these two groups ended up exercising a powerful influence on monetary uh, thinking uh, for quite some time, one example of which uh, are these uh, treatises from just after the turn of the century. Um, and uh, I should say also that in addition to the uh, the currency banking school, uh, there was also uh, the currency and banking schools. Um, there was there was also a uh, a school devoted to uh, free banking, um, and that has received some attention in Austrian circles as well. Um, I deal mostly with the the first two groups, but uh, the problems of monetary policy and especially issues concerning fiduciary media uh, and Mises' thoughts on fractional reserves and how those uh, ideas relate to free banking. Um, those are also very important parts of this, this British heritage uh, in Mises' monetary writings. Uh, and those issues are discussed uh, in more detail by Joe Salerno in his essay in this collection, um, in which he talks about Mises' uh, position in the history of thought as a, uh, a currency school free banker. Although there's never actually been any controversy about fractional reserves, so I don't know why Salerno devotes so much space to them, but um, we'll have to forgive him. Uh, but, but in any case, uh, what these essays try to show is that Mises, for all his originality, um, also considered himself, uh, was, was also very humble in a sense, because he considered himself simply to be uh, the most recent member uh, in a monetary uh, tradition that had its roots mostly in, uh, in the 19th century uh, British currency school. Um, so I, yeah, I think I'm pretty much out of time. Um, so just to... Uh, to close, I would just like to say again that although this book is a celebration of one of the great treatises uh, in economics, um, it is not simply a retrospective, um, but shows quite well, in my opinion, um, that we have, still have a great deal to learn from reading the masters, and that there is uh, enormous uh, research potential in the classics. Um, I think this, this collection hopes to show that uh, it is through the serious study and appreciation of the work and the, the brilliance of economists like Mises um, that we can truly look to some sort of a future in Austrian economics. So, thank you. For the young folks here, you'll write your book, okay? And you'll remember 
the, uh, the people who are here, and you'll, you'll reach back in your memory, and you'll find them, and you'll say, hey, that person helped me here, and that person helped me there. But I would say this. Read the other side. Now, I mean, the mathematics stuff, just throw it out. It, it, it's, it's about as worthless as, you know, I mean, they're all living in some kind of a wonder wonderland. And I think, um, I think uh, uh, Tom DiLorenzo referred to it. It's this utopian vision that is completely worthless. And I'll uh, finish with this. I often start an economics class. Kids come in there and say, how many of you guys hated economics? And most of the hands, how many of you had economics before? Most of the hands go up. How many of you hated it? The same hands go up. And I say, well, what, what, why do you hate it? Oh, it's just a bunch of graphs and charts, and I never understood a thing. Okay. One of the most ironic things in, Marsh, in uh, Marshall's book is he says, go through this mathematics, and then what? Burn the mathematics. <laughs> Burn it. This is Marshall saying it. So what you have to do, my advice to you, is get to know the other side because they don't read it. And um, I'll finish in this. I had a, in a radio interview, I've had about 30 of those. Uh, ISI, by the way, was very good about getting on the radio. And some lady called up. I think she had some one of these kind of offbeat PhDs. I could tell by the voice in some kind of studies or something. And, and she says, she says, sir, she says, um, uh, you know, Paul Krugman disagrees with you. And I said, I said, well, madam, I said, that's very interesting because Paul Krugman um, just had a, a conference in London sponsored by George Soros. And he criticized mainstream economics. She said, you're quoting him out of context. I said, for the whole weekend? <laughs> and then she said, well, Jeffrey Sachs disagrees with you. I said, really? I said, two weeks ago, he had an article in the Financial Times praising Hayek. And Hayek was an Austrian. She said, well, you, we need more regulation. I said, madam, I absolutely agree with you. We absolutely need more regulation that works. We need to regulate the dollar to gold. But that was the end of the conversation. But it's fun. It's fun dealing with these people because they don't have any conception of their own sources. Um, most of them, it's a template that they picked up. And uh, sometimes you can't break through the template. But sometimes you can do it with humor and irony. And I, I will say that if you read the book, you'll, 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 every sentence, there's a reason for every sentence. There's a little irony or a little poke that I'm trying to give the other side. So uh, hopefully I'll be here. I'll have my fountain pen tomorrow if you want me to sign the books. Otherwise, it's with ballpoint today. But um, I have to tell you this. I, I really appreciate everything that the Mises Institute did. They're publications of works by Rebke that were unavailable. Uh, their bank, some of the things in the banking that were unavailable has made the scholarship so much easier. Really has made it so much easier. So I want to thank uh, the Mises Institute for having me and for doing all the work. And... Um, uh, hopefully you'll you'll enjoy the book, and uh, it has a lot of things in there in Detroit. I suggested to the Philadelphia Society that we have a uh, a conference on the failure of government intervention, and we hold it in what was Detroit. <laughs> <laughs>